Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Women in Music, the podcast sharing the tales of brilliant minds in music. They all just happen to be female. I'm your host, Millie Cotton, and for this week's episode, I sat down with Radio 1 producer, Emma Louise. Emma Louise started in radio on a BBC production trainee scheme, which also saw her working on CBeebies, music TV, and in documentaries. Fast forward five years, and Emma Louise has produced the official chart show. She's launched the all-new One Extra Rap show, and she now produces Future Sounds with Annie Mac. She's been named as one of the Radio Academy's 30 Under 30, Best Music Producer at the Audio Production Awards in 2020, and awarded Best Radio Show by DJ Mag, also in 2020. If you've ever wanted to know a bit more about the behind the scenes of radio, this is the episode for you. Emma Louise is one of the best, and the insight and advice she offers throughout this episode is unparalleled. Welcome, Emma. Thank you so much for being a guest on Women in Music. I am so excited to have you on the show. Yay! Uh, Thanks for having me. (laughs) Uh, So I kick off every episode with a quick fire round of questions. So are you ready? Yeah, hit me. What was the last song that you listened to? Oh, um, the last song I listened to was Alamade, Loading. Nice. What's your favourite festival? You know what? I love Lovebox because it just always seems to happen when it's sunny. The lineup is always great and it's easy to get home to for me. <laughs> what's, what's your lockdown go-to song been? You know what? It's changed with each lockdown. The first lockdown, I was really into the Dua Lipa album on repeat. Um, it kind of soundtracked my days. <laughs> um, over Christmas lockdown, um, I was like actively not listening to Christmas songs. So I didn't feel very festive. Um, so I was listening to a lot of pop smoke um, over Christmas. And then in this lockdown, um, I really love Aira Star Away, which is just like really chilled, um, but also very summery. So sorry for having three, but I've got three. The more the merrier, <laughs> to be honest. What was the first album you owned? The first album I owned was um, Destiny's Child, The Writings on the Wall, which I um, saved up money for, but it was quite, I didn't quite have enough. So I had to get my sister to top me up and I bought it in person from HMV. Not to show my age, but that is the first album I owned. <laughs> I mean, HMV has been around for a long time. As is, I mean, I can't say as is that. <laughs> <That's really bad. laughs> Don't mind me. So what was your favorite radio show as a child? Oh, you know what? Um, as a child, um, there was a station called Choice FM, which um, was on 107.1, um, which is now Capital Extra. And it was just really fun and really silly. And the breakfast show, every time it was half term, would do a giveaway for like kids and teenagers. Um, and I remember calling every like hour for a day to try and win a Bow Wow poster. And I won it. Oh my God, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was up in my room for about five years. I miss having like posters of your idols on your walls, but I guess now you must meet them. So yeah. I've never met Bow Wow, but I do get to meet some good people. (laughs) What was the first gig that you ever went to? Uh, Oh, I think my first gig was 
yeah, I think that was the first one, was Gym Class Heroes at Kentish Town Forum. Um, I went with my friend Georgia, and it was great. That's such a cool one, compared to... Yeah? Yeah, really, really cool. What was the last gig that you went to pre-lockdown? Oh, that's going to make me sad. I think... Um, oh, I think it was Kano. And it was at um, a venue that's called... Oh, it's the, the nearest station in Meridian Water and it's like a new development in North London and it was basically a massive warehouse and it had a full band and like a huge setup and it was amazing. That sounds really, really cool. I mean, I miss live music so much. It's just, have yeah. But I have my fingers crossed that we'll be back there soon. Exactly. Maybe not like huge gigs, but like small festivals and like little things yeah exactly fingers crossed and finally for the quick fire round what's the song that reminds you of summer oh any funky house song reminds me of summer like um maybe egypt in the morning just because it just is the kind of song that immediately will make me smile and want to be at like a bottomless brunch or on a beach so you're a producer at bbc for annie max future sound show for anyone who doesn't know what a producer at a radio station does could you just explain a little bit about your role yeah, of course. So um, it varies depending on what kind of show you work on because my show is a music show. So a lot of my job is listening to music, really, which is great. So it will be listening to new releases. Um, so it can be anything from someone who like brand new first ever record they've put out right through to like the new thing from like a huge A-list returning artist, anything like that. Um, and then scheduling the music. So putting it in an order that makes sense that people are going to want to listen to. Um, also it can be booking guests for interviews um, sometimes writing a bit of script and like when it's non-lockdown um, a big part of my job is like planning live sessions so getting bands and artists into the building to record a, uh, a performance for us or it could be um, planning a show from you know Reading Festival or Glastonbury so it's quite varied but the key thing is music really what does a typical day look like for you? Um, so um at the moment, I'm mostly in the office, which is probably quite rare for people, but um, I kind of go in. Um, I We tend to schedule our show like the week in advance. So um, I check that the music we've scheduled still all makes sense, like the music we've put and the order makes still makes sense. Um, have a look at what's, if anything's dropped last minute and try and get that, if we can play that as well. Um, might be booking an interview. Um, so that'll kind of be the morning, then obviously loads of meetings. Um, I spend a lot of my time also meeting with people from the music industry. So it could be a radio plugger who is someone who um, is kind of like the middleman, sometimes between a record label or an artist and the radio. Um, or it could just be someone direct from a record label or an artist themselves. Um, so I meet a few of them every day on Zoom just to know what they're up to and what their new releases sound like. Um, and then we do the radio show. Nice. Super simple, but sounds yeah. super busy as well. So when it comes to picking new music, how much would you say is music you found organically to rather than stuff that's being like plugged to you by radio pluggers or um, by labels? Great question. So um, it varies, to be honest. So there are some, um, some weeks or some shows where it can be lots of stuff that's plugged to us. Um, and also it varies on every show. So if I'm just talking about our show it really can vary because um we we want to make sure that we are playing everything that's new and playing things that people are going to really like um 
and radio pluggers are really good at being able to pitch the right kind of music to the right kind of show. So if you're going to a show that is a bit more focused on really brand new artists, they might actually play stuff that is not plugged to them at all because they've actually found someone who has recorded their first song in their bedroom last week, that kind of thing. Whereas we are slightly the level up, so it could it varies, but we de- there's definitely a mix of both. So you said that a show is planned a week in advance. Do you record the shows live even though they're planned in advance? Yeah, so all we plan in advance is a rough outline of the music. So um, we'll know at least some of the songs we want to play, but everything else is on the day. So we're fully live, we're, we're, you know, as long as we can be. So everything else just happens in the moment. What does that look like at the moment? Because, of course, it must be a bit different throughout the pandemic to what it's been before. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I mean, we can't have any guests come into the show, which is a bit strange. So we are doing a lot of stuff on Zoom or like FaceTime. Mm. Um, which is still great because it's still I think people still really want to hear from artists and still want to hear what they're up to and how their lockdowns have been going but um, not having them in the room with you makes things a bit more complicated there's a bit more of a risk of technical issues and that kind of thing yeah no definitely it's like bad internet and then it's oh yeah. god there are so many things so that many wrong, things right? that can go wrong yeah <laughs> it definitely makes it so much harder so to go back a bit was being a radio producer something you always aspired to be um no is the answer because I didn't really know that it was a job I didn't really understand what that meant or even as a kid when I was listening to the radio I didn't really understand that there were jobs to do with that um I definitely wanted to work in music in some way so I worked very briefly making like music documentaries for tv um and I loved it but um a lot of documentaries I worked on were kind of aimed at older people so they were kind of aimed at people in their like 40s and 50s so it was interesting but I wanted to be making stuff for younger people. Um, and then I just kind of thought again about radio and thought, why don't I try this? And it just seemed to be a better fit. So what was your first role in radio? Um, so, okay, yeah, so my first role in radio, I did a trainee scheme with the BBC and um, I had lots of different placements on that scheme, but the first one was working on radio documentaries so um, I made a documentary about male body image and like men who go to the gym a lot and have body dysmorphia. And it was really interesting. And it was, um, it was for Radio 1. And um, I was really close to all the teams that made the fun music shows. And I was, the whole time I was like, oh, this is interesting, but I want to be doing that. <laughs> and then um, I went and worked in loads of other places and then just happened to send my CV to someone that I'd worked with. And they were like, we're looking for freelancers. So come and work for us. So I managed to get um, some freelance shifts working on music shows amazing and then from there what happened um from there luckily I just never left so um I think I freelanced for about um uh I don't know a couple of months and then um got a few like rolling contracts working as as an assistant producer on uh lots of one extra shows and radio one shows um and then uh was an assistant producer for a few years and then became a producer are there any elements of your job that you think would surprise people listening? Oh, great question. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one. Okay, I think I've got one. I think I've got one. Um, so one thing that kind of springs to mind is, I mean, it's really varied. So um, 
I briefly worked on the shift where I was in super early in the morning and I had to get into work at 3am and finished work at 6.30 and it was really painful and it did kind of feel like I was a zombie for a few weeks but um, it also is because obviously people are up and about at that time and they want to hear like fun music as well Um, but it was really funny to me going from that to very quickly then going to a show where I um, we were on the radio from 10pm until 1am and it was kind of like a few weeks gap so there are a lot of weird shifts and random times that you work and what's the atmosphere like after you finish recording a show like what happens when you come off air um, oh, I don't want to sound make it sound anticlimactic but we just kind of go home because it's because we do most things live so it's so in the moment so you have that whole adrenaline pushing you through and it's and it's really fun and exciting. So then as soon as it's done, you kind of have a bit of like a, oof, okay. And, you know, and start maybe thinking about the next one. Yeah, no, of course. You've done some amazing things at BBC since you've been there. So you launched the One Extra Rap show. with Was it with Tiffany Calvert? It was, right? Yeah. yeah. What's your highlight been so far? Of my career? Yeah, I guess so. Like, why oh, not? Wow. I mean, I'm, I think I'm really lucky and I work with some really lovely people. Um, and I think I've always been able to work with some really nice people. Um, I think one highlight for me, which is probably actually feels quite small, but um, I, I, I'm a big believer in kind of helping people get a foot in. So there's a lot of people who um, maybe have emailed me for advice or tweeted me or DM me. And I'm quite good, not perfect, but quite good at getting back to people and getting them like a bit of advice or getting them a contact. And so quite a few of those people now are working either in TV, at like independent production companies or working in radio. Um, and hopefully my advice helped them a bit. So I guess that's actually probably a big highlight for me. Yeah, I mean, that's an amazing thing to do for other people as well, especially when you're mm. so busy, because not only do you produce the show, you, you're also a voiceover artist, aren't you? And you are mm. a presenter. Where do you find time for yourself? And how did you get into that as well? <laughs> um... Oh, I don't really. Well, I guess um, uh, if you really want to do something, you probably can find time. Um, so I'm saying that knowing that like, I'm not the best at getting anything on time or getting anything done quickly. Sometimes I think when I was chatting to you about this, I probably took ages to reply to emails. So I apologize for that. Oh, um, no. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but like it'll all, it, you know, it all gets done eventually. And as long as you're able to, um, you know prioritize what needs to be done today and what needs to be done next week and you know um just plan a bit like that it's it's all doable that's some yeah that's absolutely great advice that's yeah key key advice what do you see yourself doing in the future because the annie mac future sound show is such a like it's such a big show on the bbc right where do you go from there i don't know um <laughs> that's okay I don't think most of us do know right like yeah we're just sort of taking it as it comes yeah to be honest I really am a take it as it comes kind of person like I, I really do kind of just think um you know as long as you're like happy and fulfilled in what you do I'm very happy to kind of go with the flow and then um and then when things don't feel as right then I start making a plan from there but um I'm really lucky with my job I really enjoy it and um get to have a lot of fun yeah because you do do a few things is there something that you lean towards more or are you quite happy doing the three things as you're doing them now or would you say would you want to do more presenting or what's the where does your like 
heart really lie essentially i guess without being um, too cringy no 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 i don't mind um where does my heart really lie great question um i i love being busy so i kind of love having variety in my life to be honest um probably maybe to my own detriment but i do love being able to do a bit of this this week and a bit of this this week and a bit of this kind of while it's all going on so um i would love to be able to do lots of things forever if i had the chance yeah i guess there's no like need to be pigeonholed into doing one thing is it like yeah so many people do so many different things now and it's so nice to be able to do so many different things Yeah, I think like, I think now more than ever, there's so many people who will work on this project and in this project and will be like this, slash this, slash this, slash this. And it's just easier to do all the things that you like and that you care about and that you want to put your, you know, creative energy into. And if you can, why not? Yeah, definitely. 100%. So who are some other women that you admire at the moment? Oh, um like in the music industry yes please I think yeah (laughs) yeah that helps me narrow it down a bit um (laughs) uh oh what a question um as many or as few as you'd like so uh obviously loads to choose from but if I just pick one um Megan the Stallion um who's just the best she's amazing um she makes such good music amazing videos she's got a real vision for like her career but she's so fun at the same time and um I loved her Grammy speech like I think if I'm right I might be misquoting but I think she was the first female rapper to win best breakthrough at the Grammys since 1999 when Lauren Hill won which is kind of insane yeah since since Lauren Hill she's insane insane. I mean it's not insane it is absolutely terrible like to call it what it is it's 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 yeah it's awful but I mean insane for yeah, her exactly so I'm cool. so happy for her but um and she's broken through in all the possible ways you can think of um but and I'm glad that she is a person doing that but yeah you're right it's absolutely awful that that is the state of affairs but I'm just I'm just really happy for her so yeah I definitely admire her and I just think um she's just gonna get bigger and bigger and better and better so I'm excited to see where her career goes did you watch the Grammys I watched bits of it. I found it really hard to watch all of it. I couldn't find like a good streaming link, but I've seen lots of clips. Yeah, I just watched the acceptance <laughs> acceptance speeches and um, the performances and that was kind of it really. But I mean, that's mm. that's all there is, isn't there? But it that, was good this bits. year. As in, if we're talking about women in music, you know, Beyonce becoming the... Wait, what's that stat? <laughs> Come on. So the most Beyonce... the most awarded woman in Grammy history, yes, I think. Exactly. So yeah. 28 Grammys that's yeah wild isn't it it's so cool and then just this year was a great year for women which is good to see finally um how have you found kind of being a woman within the music industry so far um I think my experience has um varied I think um I'm lucky enough in the place that I work there are a lot of women that I work with and which makes it which is great. <laughs> um, but um, it is, I think there is definitely a difference in being a woman in the music industry. And I think when you become aware of that, then you can't really unsee it. It's almost like you assume that it's just, it's just a hard industry to work in, which it is. And it's just um, some difficult people or some, some 
you know some stresses which every industry has and then when you kind of realize that there's an element that i'm a woman so i'm being treated in this way you can't unsee it and you can't stop realizing it's there and spotting it which i'm actually grateful for because um i think i'm better now at noticing that and therefore reacting to it or calling it out um yeah and i think one thing that um once i started realizing it i became better at asking for help and asking for advice and asking for a bit of guidance from people i respected or people i worked with um and i think um people can be a bit scared of asking for help or asking for advice because it's a bit scary and you don't want to come across as unprofessional or like you're an amateur or you don't know what you're doing but um in my experience which might not be everyone's whenever i have reached out by email or in person or whatever and asked for someone's advice um if they've responded it's been positively and been really helpful like people are busy so i don't always get a response but if i get a response it's of course i'll help you here's some advice or here's my number and it's all what people are so willing to give you help if you ask for it um i've gone on a bit of a tangent here but <laughs> no that that links in nicely to my next question so what are three pieces pieces of advice that you'd give to a an aspiring radio producer great question okay so the first one will be ask for help um i've kind of covered it but it is that thing of when you want to get your foot in the door listen to stations that you think you'd want to work at find out who works there and email them or instagram them even if you're just saying like can i have five minutes of your time on a zoom or can um have your email for a bit of advice like if they are if they see it they will probably respond unless they um are really busy in which case try again in three weeks they might respond then so that's number one um number two is it's it's just i think it's life advice rather than specific producer advice which is um be yourself and i know that sounds really like cliche and cringe but stay with me because basically be yourself and try and bring your best self because even if you can't bring your best self every day like whether that's in person to work or to an office or just to your sofa it's always going to be better and more interesting than trying to be like a weak version of someone else and then you just stand out so much more you'll get those opportunities because you're being something that no one else can be so that would be number two that's so good i want that like on a piece of piece of paper and on my wall somewhere <laughs> let's frame it let's get it framed we'll make magnets um and third one is fake it till you make it um i think that works for most jobs obviously probably not like a heart surgeon but if you're being doing anything creative <laughs> sorry but can you imagine <laughs> <laughs> let's not imagine that um if you in most in most industries especially in music fake it till you make it whether or not that is um you um trying something for the first time or reaching out to someone that you think you probably shouldn't just just go for it and be brave um and be confident because everybody started somewhere absolutely everybody started somewhere like you know your favorite singer had to one day say i'm a singer even though they might not have actually had a track out so absolutely go for it because it'll be worth it so if someone wanted to get their songs onto the radio what would your advice be for them okay great question so there's lots of ways to do it my first advice would be there are so many different things you can try so keep trying those things um so if you're a new artist the my top suggestion is always bbc introducing 
just google it there's an uploader your song will be listened to if you're in the uk by whatever wherever your local introducing team is it 100 will be listened to um and is such a great foot in the door um for everywhere else listen to shows that you think your music would be a good fit on um that mind that might mean a bit of shopping around because not every song is going to be a perfect fit for you know bbc radio 2 or the hits or whatever station it is but if you find the right station the right show and do your googles you will find the right person to send your music to it could be that you end up sending it to um the station's music team or the show's producer or both um but there will be a contact if you do your googles i've done it because i've given this advice before and thought oh is that right but i've always found contacts every single time um I would also say that if you are sending an email with your music, make sure it's really clear and really obvious. If your song is unreleased, to make sure they know that so they don't play it on the radio. <laughs> um, if um, if you want, like, make sure you're including information about yourself that is makes you sound interesting, makes you sound good, and makes the song sound good. Um, and just make your email clickable because if it's something where you've been really vague about what kind of music it is you haven't explained who you are at all it's the kind of email that probably will get skipped by a busy person because what have you told me that makes me want to listen to this song um so make yourself stand out make yourself interesting um and you will find the contacts and the music too you absolutely will all such good advice thank you so much you're welcome i think that'll be super helpful and where can people find you if they you know, want to find you to, to reach out for maybe some advice or just follow your journey as a radio producer. Yeah, of course. So um, I'm on Instagram at I am Emma Lou underscore. Cool. I will put that in the show notes as well. 